Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you go up to the door for apartment 1C, the door is actually ajar. Ooh. What? Why, who put this jar in place of a door? <laughs> so, out comes the 45. You're packing. And I'm doing your voice. That's what handbags are for. Thighs are for knives, bags are for guns. <laughs> That's fun. I like that. I keep my knives on my hip. I should keep them on my thighs. Mm-hmm. The doctor doesn't have any weapons, but he does have like gold rings with jewels on all of them. So he's just like, y'all aren't even up here yet. You're still taking a photo. <laughs> We're just bragging. Yeah. He's doing that in the photo. He's like, look how much jewelry I got. Everybody's acting like the world is ending. And I hear people saying it's madness. It's madness. What Vicky notices is, as you're in the doorway, there's a, a smell coming from the room, or at least from the apartment. Not a, a hugely unpleasant one, but it's a, a combination of steel cigarette smoke, there's some kind of maybe herbs or spices and a kind of musky, almost animal smell. Quickly scan, see what I can see through the door before going all the way in. If you push the door open a bit and look in, then it's a gloomy room. Yeah, you're looking into someone's living room. And it's quite cluttered in there. Not, not untidy, but it, there's a lot of stuff in there. As your eyes adjust to the gloom, you can see that it looks like a lot of statuary or sculptures and a couple of easels with paintings on them. There seem to be a number of paintings on the walls as well. Anyone home? 
You hear a croaking voice coming from deeper within, saying, Is that you, Archie? No. Huh. Last time I checked. Where's Archie, then? Who knows? Racking through my Rolodex to see if I've killed an Archie lately. <laughs> you might have. <laughs> Can't possibly remember all the names anymore. <laughs> Who are you, then? My name's Vicky. I've been sent by the Athenium. Huh. You got any smokes? Yes. Come on in, then. So I'll go in, but I leave the door open because easy exit. Okay. And it's not like I'm putting out a hit, so I don't need everything <laughs> to be normal looking. And looking around, this isn't a huge apartment. You're looking around at uh, basically the living room area at the moment, which, as I said, is pretty packed with all these odd little sculptures and statues and so on. Over in the corner, there is something that looks a bit like a potter's wheel, perhaps. There's a little kitchenette area over on one side. But the voice that you heard seems to be coming from a room over towards the other side. So I will listen to hear if the uh, other three are clattering their way up the stairs. Well, this is all on the first floor. Okay, I was I was thinking European first floor stuff. Uh, no, no, this is New York City. If y'all could hold your hands like in an arch in front of the door, I think that'd be a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> so if I hear that, then I'm going to just keep going in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the heart was a nice touch. And as you head in, you can see that, yeah, there is another door that's open and... You're looking into someone's bedroom. Again, it's quite gloomy in there. Hello? In here! Going in. Still got my gun out, just in case. As you go in, you can see that there's a woman sitting in bed. and She's sitting up, propped up on pillows. She's got the blankets up around her. She's wearing a turban or something wrapped around her head. She's got some fairly dark glasses on. She has unusual features. She's got quite a, a wide mouth and uh, protuberant jaw. She looks over, peering over towards you as you come in, says, uh, You said you had smokes. I hand her a cigarette. I don't know where that boy's gone. I, I sent him out with a dollar. Half an hour ago, he was supposed to bring me smokes. Well, I haven't seen any young men around other than the one outside taking photos of your building. I don't think that's him, though. Hmm. She lights the cigarette and relaxes a bit as she takes a deep puff and says, You said you're from the Athenaeum. Yes, I've just come from there. Well, has my membership been approved? Oh, we have some uh, questions for you about your connection to Leng. Yes. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about... You say you come from there, yes? Yes. Is that where you originate? Yes. What brought you here? I think I just took a wrong turning somewhere. 
you know how it is. Sometimes you think you're just going down a tunnel underground and, and suddenly you're in a whole different world. Yes, that's quite a common occurrence. Yes. For others, yes. How long have you been in our world, <laughs> Miss... Uh, Mrs... She just cocks her head to one side fairly quizzically and says, Ah, honorifics. I, 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 just call me Lach. Very well. How long have you been here? <sighs> uh, as you reckon time. Yes, that would be most helpful. I think it is, um, 18 years. Oh my. It's quite a long time. And I suppose you want to join the Athenium so that you can find a way to get home? Yes. Hmm. Well, that works out quite nicely because we are trying to find a way to get there as well. You are trying to go to Leng? Yes. Why? Somewhere I've never been before. H have you heard of a Randolph Carter? Hmm. Oh, yes. His, uh, Writings on the subject seem quite fascinating. <laughs> Horrible man. You've met him? Yes. Here or there? Here. He came to see me. He said horrible things about Lang. Horrible things. Horrible things. Didn't seem quite so horrible to me. But, uh, perhaps if we find our way there, we can take you home as well. How do you think you are getting to Leng? Well, there was something about uh, dreaming, I believe. Group dreaming. Yes. Not really my area of expertise, but we have uh, someone who says they can induce such a state. Did I hear somebody say group dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> you hear a sculpture break out in the main room. <laughs> the doctor comes in, he smells smoke, so he's like, ah, and he lights up a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Saunters over to where he heard group dreaming. As the rest of you come in, you can see Vicky talking to this woman sitting up in bed. The woman in bed looks at Vicky and says, these are yours? I wouldn't say they're mine. They just sort of followed me. Like puppies. <sighs> I don't like puppies. Yes, well, they can be very loud and annoying and they piss all over the place. <clears throat> However, that one thinks he can get us to Lang via dreams. The doctor's waving his hand at, at the dream doctor. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm a fellow doctor myself. Doctor, you just call me doctor. <laughs> and you? Yes, this is Dr. Doctor. <laughs> she nods and says, I, I am Lach. <laughs> nice. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so the doctor thinks he can get us there. I believe we're all planning to go, yes? Is that a Lufkin accent I detect, Dr. <laughs> I am not a doctor. Oh, uh, my apologies. I, I just assume these days, I think. Uh, uh, he breaks another sculpture backing out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Here we get break, she says. Careful with those things. Each one of those is part of Leng. You understand? So, so we, what do we, we got to eat it or something? 
No, 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 no. I, uh, oh, he's pulling a shard out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. I have been making these things for many years, many years. I had this idea for many years, this idea for many years. If if I made enough Leng here, then maybe it would bring Leng here. You understand? Wow. Quite. You've gone to such lengths to do this. <laughs> Artie's about to get stabbed. <sighs> or bitten by someone. I like that. That's a neat little idea, but I got a dream wheel. Whoa. Could we combine the the, the, the sculptures, Dr. Ira, with the, the dream wheel and kind of like uh, imbue our spirits and langify ourselves? I guess we could uh, strap those sculptures to the spinning wheel. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too scientific, but if we could just do the spinneroos, I think that... All this talk of dreams, you sound like Carter. We, we are not dreams. You act like you dream us, and we, we are, what, a, a part of your imagination. That, that is not right. That is insulting. So if we were to find a door, where would we even go to look for even maybe a clue that could lead us to a place that could find another clue that could lead us to a door? <laughs> what? You heard what I said, Luck. <laughs> <laughs> How many luck points do you have? Luck <laughs> <laughs> oh, <like> a bunch. <laughs> this is Diamond the Doozy you're speaking to here. Uh, I don't know if you like have the appropriate like amount of reverence. Uh, yeah, are you familiar even? You are talking nonsense. <laughs> oh, am I? I'm asking you, oh, if you've been looking and searching for something for so long, like how can we help you find it? <laughs> The doctor pulls a stopwatch out of his jacket pocket and like starts swinging it in front of her face and be like, yeah, does this make you feel anything? Yeah, we could do this the cliche way or the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) Artie's in a trance. (laughs) Vicky's now thinking about how she might need to learn hypnotism because it would make certain hits a lot easier. (laughs) Well, you can combine the two and, and create the art of hypnotism. Hypnotism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we learned it from you. You're feeling very dead. <laughs> <laughs> so did that work? <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand why you don't want help. Like, this is your whole life's goal is to get back to your playing. And we also want to go there. So how can we help you go there? Would you just give up? <laughs> How long ago did you give up? She sags a bit as she's sitting in bed. I have not given up, but it is very difficult. Sure. Well, you know, more heads. I sense a lot of sadness. I think maybe if we could, uh, if my friends here could put on a little performance and kind of bring some joy into your life, maybe you could remember how to do this and get us back there. Hey, little Missy, what's your favorite thing? He said, hey, little Missy, what's your favorite thing? (laughs) His hand is behind her ear waiting for a response. (laughs) My favorite thing, my favorite thing is the yolk of a shantak egg. (laughs) Okay, um, the doctor wants to use sleight of hand to, he has a piece of paper in his hand and he was going to fold it, try to fold it into whatever it was. So he thinks egg yolk and he crumples it up into a ball. (laughs) (laughs) And he produces it, (laughs) but it's yellow. 
<laughs> Artie's applauding from the corner of the room. Wow, I haven't seen a Shantake yolk look like that in so long. She takes a deep breath and says, Ah, so you have come here to mock me. I mean, we at least knew that Shantaks are the flying creatures in Lang, and we at least know that, like, there's what Randolph Carter thinks are ugly people, which we think, like, probably not, probably super hot or whatever, right, Vicky and Artie? Like, we all agree or whatever. I'm, I feel like I'm digging in deep here, but... Yeah, I, uh, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I, I, I think the people in Lang must be beautiful. Of course, and beautiful inside and out, and we just want to check it out. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 it just feels like we all have the same end goal. Weren't we going to attempt the wheel? What's the worst that could happen? Believe me, there are very, very, very bad things that could happen. Eh. Usually involving a lot of blood. What she's saying, uh, is you can help us or Vicky here is probably going to kill you. Yeah, the vibe in the room changed so hard. Sorry, Vicky, I didn't mean to speak for you. I was just trying to <laughs> bridge the communication gap, which is something Brad said that I'm pretty good at. By bridging the gap, you mean he used to put you between two things that had a gap between them and then walk across you, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, were you watching us? <laughs> no, I just inferred. Oh, right. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, as people do. The doctor is thinking how he can do a magic trick with that kind of core strength. <laughs> <laughs> now that his shirt's wet, you can see it. Already's got like an eight pack. Wow. Uh, by the way, now that you've been in the room for a bit, Vicky, particularly as she's been here longer than the others, but the others too. You're fairly certain that animal musk smell is coming from the woman in the bed. Hmm. Can I make a Cthulhu Mythos roll? <laughs> you absolutely can. It's not gonna go well, but I'll try. It could. Never say never. Oh. Nope, 47. I don't think you necessarily need to make a Cthulhu Mythos roll, as you've, you've already had descriptions via... Carter's diary of the people from Leng. Mm. And yeah, he described them as as being repellent and horrific. And he really didn't like them. He really didn't like them. He described them as bestial and animalistic and inhuman. And from the bits that Artie read out, you'd expect that perhaps she's disguising some aspects of of her physiology by the way she's got the, the turban on and the glasses and lying in bed. But if that description was right, you'd expect her to have cloven feet, goat-like legs, horns, and, and very goatish eyes. Hmm. Well, we can see the eyes. Do they look goatish? <laughs> no, she's wearing dark glasses. Oh, she's wearing dark glasses. Okay. Missed that bit. Artie's going to pull the blanket off. <laughs> 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 uh, he's going to creep toward and say, I, now I, I know mesmerism is kind of out of style, man, but there's something you're giving off that I'm really picking up on. And I just think that uh, if, if I could just, uh, and just kind of peel the blanket back as he gets up there. She reaches to try to grab the blanket, but you're a bit too fast. I'm spry. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? She says as you pull it back and 
she's wearing a house coat, but you can see, yes, there are these these goatish legs with knees that seem to go the wrong way and cloven hooves down at the bottom. Oops. Sand roll. Yeah, why not? Oh, boy. I passed my sand roll. Artie was telling the truth about him digging this. I rolled a 99 on 90. It's not a fumble for me, damn it. Just a regular fail. Yeah, you got a 37. Tight, that's a fail still. Did you fumble, Zach, or is that just a fail? I did roll a 99 on a 90. 90? You have 90 sand? Yes, I do. Jesus fucking Christ. That is too much sanity, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. No one man should have all this power. (laughs) I'm right in thinking that Artie and the Doctor have passed, is that right? No. Fail. (laughs) Okay, in which case, Ira loses another three points of San. Oh. (laughs) One point from one fifth. Almost about, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. What the uh, actual fuck is this? (laughs) Vicky loses four points. Oh, shit. <laughs> Diamond loses four points as well. Nice. Oofers. On the other hand, Artie's fine. I like it. I love the fact that Artie has just pulled this blanket back. Everyone else has stepped back and gasped. <laughs> Artie's just looking, yeah, goat legs. <laughs> He's like, I knew that was there. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, and this is what I wanted to see, miss. Uh, I just, just had to be sure, you know? Artie's into that. She looks down and then tries to grab the blanket back and says, You are a very rude young man. This, this is why I hide myself, because you be, look at your friends here. They are... Ew, 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 <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Yes, yes, this. This is what I mean. I, I forgot I was in the presence of non-Texans. I wouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do apologize. I, I just had to know, because I had just read this book about, you know, these beautiful limbs. Anyway, I'll let you get decent again. <laughs> but do you think you, we're on the same team? I think we already have a team name, but we could adapt it to include you. What? And you could join us. Do you want to be a sibling? <laughs> <sighs> put your hand in. Or claw or whatever. <laughs> yeah, put your hoof in uh, and he sticks his hand out. The doctor sticks his hand out. Is this some sort of ritual? In a way, yeah. (laughs) And she reaches her hand out, and it is this gnarled, twisted hand with more like claws than fingernails. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) And we all look at Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Vicky doesn't put a hand in, she puts a knife blade in. (laughs) Dangerous. Vaguely threatening. Yeah, it's part of the ritual. Don't worry about it, Lang Lang. <laughs> siblings on three. One, two, two three. Siblings. siblings. Someone gets a cut somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so are we in Lang Scott? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so can you use those hooves to walk over to the... Dream wheel? What is this dream wheel? 
It's just right outside. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your I'll take your photo while we're out there. The it's a uh, golden hour. You want me to do what? You want me to go outside? Come on down, everybody. Say hello to luck. Everyone, <laughs> give it up. Applause. You couldn't bring the wheel inside. <laughs> the doctor is like looking at the um, entrance and stuff, and he's like, "I don't think it's gonna fit." <laughs> No, but we can do this outside. We can just like maybe wheel it around back. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll have privacy out back. You have seen what happens when people see my my form. They are very upset. We're in New York City. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll carry you. You can wear the blanket. I'll, I'll protect you. I'll I'll be like a your sidekick. You know. <laughs> I'm imagining Artie's about half her size. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call me Archak. <laughs> You're the side. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like architects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Diamond will help me. We'll we'll both carry you down and um Yeah, absolutely. Ira doesn't want to help. He's scared. Vicky will help if Blah agrees. Mm, yeah. Oh well if Vicky's doing it, I don't have to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's fine. We had kind of paired off anyway. Um mm -hmm. what do you say, Lach? Can we carry you out and, and show you the dream wheel? It might get you home. You could you could be with your family again, your your little stinky ones. <laughs> I say as a term of endearment. <laughs> yeah, it's a human term. It's nice. I think if someone wants to try to talk her into going out and trying the stream wheel, you could give me a persuade roll. The doctor is definitely gonna try. It's a 55 on a 70 persuade. Oh, nice. So what exactly are you saying to her to convince her to go outside to the dream wheel? If you come out here with us, you can see all the yolks you like. Shantak <laughs> uh, yolks, that is. <sighs> Yellow gold, they call it. <laughs> then let us try. Let us try. Yes, the doctor says. <laughs> So, Artie and I, mostly Vicky, probably, considering my size, yes. <laughs> carry her down and out around the back, I guess. The doctor's running ahead to get the wheel, and he's, like, giving it a spin to get it started. And uh, Diamond the Doozy is uh, taking all of the knives off of her hip and is uh, tossing them and uh, is beginning, like, a slight juggling routine <laughs> with these knives. By the time they get to the door to leave, Artie is just like a point of contact between her and the floor being dragged along. <laughs> Come on, Vicky. Put some more muscle into it. Do you want to get stabbed, Artie? Because this is how you get stabbed. <laughs> I mean, no. When you walk outside, you see that uh, the doc has put up like three folding chairs <laughs> facing the, the spinning wheel. <laughs> take a seat. Take a seat. Take a seat. I feel good about this. It was real fortunate to get paired with a real magician. 
Everybody, come on down and see Diamond the Doozy and Dr. Ira as we put on a show that will take your mind from here in this reality off to the distant world of Lang, <laughs> where we will all be siblings. <laughs> and she reaches out her hand uh, to Lach and says, Lach, come with me as Dr. Ira and I will hook you up. To the dream wheel. I will start off with your hands and then your claws and feet stuffs. <laughs> and uh, you can nod, roll, okay. We're not going to spin you at first. Check this out. And uh, <laughs> she throws a knife like behind her head at the wheel. And I'm going to pin it like in between like head and arm. Do you want to give me a throw roll and just not fumble it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would be deeply unfortunate if he killed her at this stage. (laughs) (laughs) Please fumble. I mean, it'd be pretty fucking funny, huh? So I rolled a 39. Oh, nice. On a 90. (laughs) 90. Okay. Yeah. I also took the BDI talent, uh, so I don't have to roll it with a disadvantage die when I uh, am aiming for a small target or a specific location. And so <laughs> throws a knife in there. And then, uh, all right, let's get that wheel of spinning. Like, <laughs> if you could close your eyes, Dr. Ira is going to lead your mind in a sort of uh, beginning stage ritual. We're going to place you in the setting and we're going to start... <laughs> Building the world. Hey, since we're all going there, maybe everybody take a look right at the center and try to focus on the spirals going around. And you're all feeling (laughs) really light and easy. And the doctor's also (laughs) staring at the spinning thing, trying to convince himself also he's feeling this. (laughs) Imagine you're in a place filled with fire. (laughs) Oh, it's church. (laughs) Vicky's thinking back to a hit about four weeks ago where she did actually have to set the house on fire to cover everything up at the specific request of her client. (laughs) Easy to get back in that headspace. Good, good. (laughs) And you hear just in the background of each of your mind's eyes, another of a knife fleeing in. I'll go ahead and roll again. 28 (laughs) on a 90. I wonder how the knives affect the dreams. And then uh, she's like uh, attuning with the knives and is uh, taking two of them and tapping them together. And it makes like a like a tuning fork noise. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. And now with that and my understanding and connection to the material world and the psychic one through Dr. Ira... And then she's going to release the knives and use telekinesis to fling the knives, no hands, <laughs> hands in the air, at this board. Nice. And I rolled a 66 <laughs> on a 90 for telekinesis <laughs> and a 90 for throw. <laughs> nice. My job in here is done. <laughs> You're putting on a hell of a show. (laughs) Lach is sitting there in this folding chair, watching all of this through her dark glasses, her head cocked to one side, (laughs) 
you can feel this air of impatience around her. It's almost tangible. She sees a puff of smoke as the camera goes off. (laughs) I would like to use my art of suggestion slash hypnosis to try to convince Lechech to, like, shut their eyes and imagine Ling. Yes, if you want to give me a hypnosis role then to see whether you can get her into a trance state where she is making that connection. That's a 68 on an 80. You can't tell that her eyes are closed because she's still wearing these smoky glasses, (laughs) but her head nods forward slightly. Yes, yes, I I can smell the fires. I can smell the fires. I can feel the cold wind coming in from the plateau. Yes, yes. Everyone else, feel it. Close your eyes and feel it. What else? I can hear the piping. I can hear the clacking. It sounds... It sounds like home. It sounds like home. Okay. What kind of piping? (laughs) It, It is beautiful. Yeah. The rest of you cannot hear any of this. Are you sure? I'm watching the spiral. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when I snap my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) What I would say is if any of you want to try to connect to what it is that seems to be witnessing, is you could give me a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Oh, shit. I was hoping for Pow. One person, I think, can take the lead in this. Who has the 20? Someone has a 20 in Cthulhu Mythos. I have 20. It makes sense. You're doing the connection. Uh, uh, 38. Oh, do you have 18 luck? Yes, I do, and I'm going to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Spend the luck. Then, as you're doing this, you can, you can feel that the wind is getting colder around you, and... It's a bit too early for it to be getting dark, but the sky does seem to be getting darker. There is that sound of piping on the wind, and you can smell the smoke, some kind of roasting meat, maybe, coming from the fires, and it's subtle, but it's around you. There's definitely something happening. We're on our way to hell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hell is other people <laughs> excuse me how far is heaven West Virginia <laughs> oh god <laughs> with that Lachat seems to yeah she's she, she shaking herself almost out of this trance and is getting up she's unwinding the bindings from her head and takes the glasses off and you can see her large goatish eyes with their vertical pupils, their slitted pupils, and the horns coming out of her head as she's staggering forwards. I can see it. I can see it now. Yes. Yes. She's heading back into the apartment building. Cha-cha line. Yep. Conga line. Conga line. <laughs> yeah. All cha-cha in the conga line. Cha-cha real smooth. (laughs) Slide to the left. Slide to the right. 
she's walking down the corridor towards her apartment, and the, the corridor now seems to be filled with smoke. There's a cold wind blowing down, this strong smell of smoke. She's heading into her apartment, and you can see each one of these these statues and these paintings and so on are dotted around the place, seem to be not quite glowing, but there's energy coming off them. And she's saying, Yes! Yes! You have awakened them! Doctor? What did you do? He's freaking himself out because he has no idea. (laughs) (laughs) With that, she goes up to one of the statues, one of the largest statues, grabs hold of it, and just disappears. <gasps> oh, yeah! <sighs> Everyone grab one. Grab the one that calls out to you in your soul and your heartstrings, okay? Just the first one. It chooses you. You don't choose it. Grabbing the nearest one. <laughs> Anything to get away from this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you each grabbing hold of something? or I want to try to... Like, put a hand on Vicky's as Vicky grabs it, since we're a team. <laughs> uh, yeah, the doctor is just going to grab the first one he sees. Yeah, Diamond is grabbing the uh, prettiest one. <laughs> okay. And can I have a group luck roll, please? So, whoever's got the lowest luck. I have 42 right now. You can roll under 42, right? Oh, I'm sure you can. Fuck. No, I can't. <laughs> Shit. 56 on a 42. <laughs> and with that, you all step forward together into somewhere else. As you get your bearings, and it's not like you really passed out or anything, but just recover your senses, you realize you are very much somewhere else. Where you are at the moment is gloomy. It's not that there's no light, it's just that eh, maybe there's dusk or something. But you also seem to be, well, it's not quite indoors and it's not quite outdoors. You're somewhere that, yeah, is surrounded by a lot of grey rocks. There are spires or columns of grey rocks, and no, before you ask, not Corinthian columns, uh, going up. (laughs) I just wanted to get that out of the way. Why is that bothering you so much? (laughs) Because I will not stand for this Doric column erasure. (laughs) You know I just say the only thing I know every time a situation like that arises. Uh, But, yeah, you are somewhere with these, these natural protrusions of rock going up that are partly occluding the light, and the light is being occluded by something else as well. There's a canopy of something overhead. Well, not really a canopy. It's looking around... Yeah, it's it's webbing. It's lots and lots of webbing. At first I thought it was a retractable roof stadium, but this seems worse. <laughs> uh, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Uh, do we see Lacac? You do not. Oh. It's the four of you. Oh, no. Lacac is not with you as far as you can see. You are there in this gloom, this half-light, 
on the ground. These webs are stretching between these spires of rock above you and around you. It's going to be difficult manoeuvring through them. Huh. Where, 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 where are we? What the f- where? I thought we were going to Ling where there's going to be fire and I was expecting fire and now there's webs. Hmm. Could I go up to one of the spires? Are, is there like one super close to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to go uh, and just like put both hands on it and try to do a clairvoyance check to check where we are. <laughs> oh, yes, you absolutely <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Let me load up this. Do uh, we have to make sanity rolls for being in another place? Not yet, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Or can I roll natural world to see what part of the natural world we're in? <laughs> Great. This isn't really... Well, I mean, I guess it's natural for the entities that live here, but maybe not so much for you. Oh. Okay, uh, great practice roll, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The doctor goes up to one of the spires, puts both hands on it, and he starts thinking about this spire. But he forgets to close his (laughs) eyes, so... (laughs) Dr. Iron, what are you learning? What are you learning about the the big spires up there? And I think if we all kind of ask him a lot of questions about what he's doing while he's doing it. That'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll definitely help. <laughs> you get an overwhelming impression of gray rock. It's like if uh, black, mm-hmm. if you put uh, black and white together, you got this spire. My guy here, he knows all about rocks. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, uh, touch the webs. Uh, touch the webs. Uh, <laughs> you got to connect with nature, yeah. How far above us are the webs? They go all the way up, but the lower ones are ooh, down where you are. There's webbing everywhere. The doc needs something, so he's going to jump and grab a web. <laughs> that sounds like you're pushing the roll there, doesn't it? It does sound like that, and I'll gladly do it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we like pushed rolls. Uh, Vicky, maybe we should stand back while he does this. Stand back where? By the safety spires. The doctor takes his hands off the spire. He squats down. His butt is touching the ground. <laughs> he looks up into the sky jumps to grab a web and passes with a 59 on a 60. (laughs) That's so close. Oh, nice. Boom. Okay. Then you do connect with a larger sense of where you are. You get a sense of that landscape that you've read about, that you saw visions of before, that grey barren plain with those stone huts and the fires on them, that's not too far away, you think. Hmm. Well, not too close, but not too far away. You're definitely somewhere near there. But you also get the impression that you're somewhere you might not want to be. As the doctor lands down on the ground, he's, uh, his like right arm is covered in spider web mm. and he looks at you guys hey uh, Arkick. oh uh, oh yeah 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 Arkick, that's me uh <laughs> what is it doc 
You know the book you read? Y- yeah, yeah. Were there? The one you threw out the car window? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> picture that place in your mind. Now open your eyes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit. Everybody, we're in Lang. But do you think we might be in like a like an animal's den or something with all the all the webs and whatnot? Technically, it's an arachnid. <laughs> As you say that, you can hear a sort of chittering, clicking sound coming from somewhere not too far away from one of the gloomy areas just around the corner. Diamond the Doozy loves all things that chitter. <laughs> And uh, she'd like to go deep into her uh, her mind manner and uh, <laughs> figure out what she might be able to gain in knowledge from a quick look around, you know, feeling the webs uh, that are on Dr. Ira and looking at the ground and the landscape around. Uh, and I'd like to roll a natural world check. This would be Cthulhu Mythos, not natural world. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> nice try. Then with the 33, uh, she understands that this is not the natural world. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if that is a successful natural world role, I, you'll appreciate that, yes, there are some places where you do get massive amounts of spider webs that can clog up entire forests and so on, and and... This isn't one of those. This is something a bit more robust. Do you think Tolkien visited Lang before he wrote The Hobbit? (laughs) (laughs) Yet another thing stolen from Scott. (laughs) (laughs) So are we in a closed off cave area or is it like places we can move to? Trying to visualize. You can move around. It's just going to be difficult doing so through the spider webs. Like I say, there are these great spires of stone sticking up from the ground. But Mm -hmm. you can move between them. Looks like you could be in some kind of canyon, maybe, with these spires sticking up. And yeah, yeah, canyon's probably the right word. Pod racing setting. Except all the pods get stuck in the spider webs. That sounds cool. <laughs> we should go. Yeah. Yeah, so as we move through, uh, I guess I'll just take my knives and kind of like slice through all this mm-hmm. webbing as we go through like a machete through the jungle thick. Oh, that looks real cool, Diamond. Vicky's got both knives out as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ladies with the knives <laughs> just in the front. <laughs> I have Brad's magnifying glass out. It's kind of hacking. <laughs> magnifying glass? Oh, yeah. Does it have a straight razor <laughs> hidden in the handle? It's just getting tangled up, I imagine. The doctor is at the end of the line, just taking one step every so often as you guys make progress. <laughs> walking so slow. We're Catherine Zeta jonesing these spider webs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as you, you make your way around, well, for a start, each time you're cutting through some of these webs, they're, they're almost twanging and they're sending vibrations through the whole network of webs around you. You do find yourself, as you go around a corner, 
finding this section that is... The walls are covered with bits of purple crystal. I mean, it's quite beautiful in its own way, even though it's covered with spider webs. Artie, take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) And there do seem to be things that are left here. Shapes that are wrapped in in silk or spider web left on the ground. Some fairly large things. Fuck. Do they look like Lachach? A couple of them could be vaguely humanoid. Hmm. Does anybody have like a, like some elven glass or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just something I heard once. Uh, <laughs> like a light for dark places. <laughs> Are you high? How many of these creatures wrapped up in spider silk are there? There's about a half dozen. Hmm. Can Artie get close to one and examine it to see if it's like human or goat-like or other? Yeah, yeah, you can push your way through. The first one he comes to is definitely not human. It's too small and misshapen for that. Is that an Artie joke or? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what his ex-girlfriend says. (laughs) Why does it make a (laughs) U-turn? But you can see that there are little bits of rock, some of which look carved maybe, and things that are carved in the walls placed around that maybe give you the idea that this might be some sort of, some kind of sacred place of some description. Can Diamond look for like a, like holes, like puncture wounds or something on the wrapped up item essentially because basically i got this horrible idea in my head that maybe there's some sort of like wrapped up and then they've been like sucked up like a capri sun and then the straw's been removed afterwards or some shit and that is an upsetting feeling within my gut what is a capri sun why is that a missouri product (laughs) oh you ain't never had a bag juice One of our main uh, sources of income is our bag juice. Classic bag juice shows, yeah. (laughs) And as you look at the wrapped up bundles with that idea in mind, then the things you can see very much support that hypothesis. No, no, that's nasty. (laughs) And that chittering sound is getting much louder behind you. Much louder. It's madness. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and... Good luck out there.